0: Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. I'm Josh Horowitz. This is my very own podcast. Uh, Thanks for subscribing, if you have. And if you haven't, um, I am silently, or not so silently, judging you. Uh, Please subscribe. Um, This podcast is a labor of love, and hopefully you guys are digging it. Last week's guest got a lot of great feedback, uh, Mr. Woody Allen. If you haven't checked that one out, I encourage you to do so. And this week's guest is no slouch either. She is a very talented uh, actress, I'm a huge fan of, and I really enjoyed chatting with her uh, Diane Kruger. Diane, you probably know best from uh, Inglorious Bastards, uh, where she was so amazing in holding her own against some of the greatest actors like Michael Fassbender and Christoph Waltz. Uh, she's, of course, also uh, starring in the FX show The Bridge, now in its second season. Uh, she, uh, is, I should say for context, we take this a couple weeks back, um, right after the World Cup. Uh, Diane Kruger, as you may have guessed, is a, uh, German by birth. She was feeling a lot of pride. It, it was just the day before that she enjoyed watching her, uh, country, um, emerge victorious in the World Cup. So that's what you'll hear at the outset of this conversation. Her flying high off the World Cup and me trying to understand why it even matters, um, but uh, I really enjoyed catching up with Diane. She's uh, a very talented actress and also uh, has a good kind of dry wit, which uh, once you key in on uh, is, uh, is just fun to uh, mix it up with. Um, as always, guys, hit me up on Twitter, Joshua Horowitz. Uh, tag it with Happy Set Confused. Um, and, yeah, just let me know what you're enjoying, who you want to hear, and, uh, and spread the good word. Uh without any further ado, let's get right to it, uh, Ms. Diane Kruger, enjoy. Um, last time I saw you was for, for the host, right? The host, yeah, yeah we did okay. one of those live thingamajiggies, right. and I also saw you in Sundance. Ah, um, uh, that's right, that's, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right, yeah. Um, congratulations, first of all, as we tape this, this is a big day. It
1: is a big day.
0: How are you feeling? I'm
1: feeling of the
0: world. <laughs> and feel free, by the way, if you want to adjust the mic, maybe a little okay. bit closer to you. That'd be great. Um, ooh, ooh. Um, so was that okay? So where did you in, in, experience the World Cup? Let's, I let's was in New York, okay.
1: um, at a you know at a friend's house. Okay. And uh, I was the only real German there, and what I was.
0: What was your blood alcohol content by the time? No,
1: I couldn't drink. I couldn't even sit down. I was standing <laughs> the entire time. I was I was exhausted because it was such a long game. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. And then you know I had friends who. Were, um, Argentinian and we were just talking you know, shit all day <laughs> I was I was not a kind
0: person yesterday until we won I feel like America's catching up we're catching yeah. up a little bit but I feel like you still, a lot do you, you, you think cause I was gonna say I feel like I, I don't know from a European perspective I don't know if you can convey the importance of what that is to Americans quite yet I mean we're kind of like on board with like the celebrating part and kind of like New York yeah. definitely came alive yesterday
1: I mean, I guess if for you it's football, right? American football, yeah. and, and uh, I don't know. I mean, soccer. You know, it's something that I grew up with. Everybody right. in Europe. I mean, you, you have no choice but be a soccer fan uh, or not. But you know, it's in your life whether you like it or not. Totally. Um, I don't follow like regional football. Okay. But the Euro Cup, I actually flew to Kiev a couple years ago to watch the finals of the Euro Cup, thinking it was going to be Germany, Spain, and then Italy. Just
0: it didn't pan out.
1: It did not pan out, but it was still a fun. It was a fun time. But I do feel like the Americans are catching up. You know, you know, I have a German coach, right. and um, I honestly, I think the in in four years, you I think you have
0: a real shot because those kids are don't condescend are like, to me. Don't don't patronize me.
1: I'm sorry, I have to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you little guys, you're coming along. No,
1: it's huge. <laughs> no, but you know, they they're like 19 and 20 years old. The right. guy, that, the guys that he found, and and so
0: by four years, we might be hitting the prime and, I
1: r- and not necessarily the prime but I really think that the yeah. team has made huge strides if I may say so so
0: where uh, where is your allegiance versus we'll call it soccer football whatever you like versus hockey because it's a big year also for hockey, hockey I'm for a you. huge Kings fan that's what I hear
1: I went to game three of right. the final you know the final seven and um, no I love I, lo- I love anything sporty I mean I go to yeah. anything yeah except for baseball I'm not a well, big baseball that's
0: kind of my sport that's your sport that's my sport
1: what do you do? <laughs> what do you mean? Like nothing <laughs> You're ever You soccer or
0: ho- football, I'm sorry, where there's like one or two goals, maybe sometimes a game. Yeah,
1: but people actually, there's action on the field. Like I feel like baseball, nothing there's ever happens.
0: There's to think about. What like do you think
1: about? <laughs> what's what's going on through when their ga- minds?
0: When I'm going to have another nacho. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> that's exactly. I feel like people just <laughs> go to eat bad food. <laughs>
0: Why do you have judgment in your voice when you say? That? I'm not
1: judging. I'm just, it's an observation.
0: When you're at a hockey game uh, with Josh, does anybody ever try to pick a fight uh, with a, a Mighty Duck? Does it ever Well, be weird? we
1: might. We fight sometimes because he's a Canucks fan. Okay. And I'm a Kings fan. Right. So you know his team is the eternal losing team. So I feel like he's picking bad, bad teams. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel. I mean, yeah. And then so he, he went, actually went to the winning game. Um, he, he, I couldn't go for, because I was working, but right. um, you know, I, I tried to convince him to come to the winner's side. <laughs> Join me! on the good, Join s- me on it's the so good side. It's so much more fun over here. It is. <laughs> we <laughs> dance. We drink. We <laughs> smile. You went.
0: It's <laughs> awesome. Um, you used to be a New Yorker, right? We're, yeah. we're taping this here in my office in New York. Mm-hmm. Do you miss New York? At all? I
1: do a lot. Yeah, we yeah. were thinking about get, uh, you know renting a place. We might. Uh, we were going to be here over the summer because Josh is actually. Um, Working on a show called
0: The Affair that shoots in New York. Oh, in nice! Montauk, so amazing. Yeah. So what? Um, because uh, from what I gather, okay, so you split your time a bit. Paris, you consider home. Home, yeah. And but obviously LA. LA, now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, pluses or minuses? Were you one of those people that was kind of like avoiding LA for a long while? I mean, do you, have you acclimated a bit?
1: Yeah, I, I. You do get used to the space, you know, most most and the weather, obviously. But I feel like, as much as I miss Europe, because I just feel like you know especially paris you it's so beautiful and and culturally it's i mean there's so much diversity right. um and the same with new york you know I feel right. like you can be anonymous and and any anything you want to be or anyone you want to be in exactly. la you know you you got to get used to it it's a very isolating town if you don't know people right but when you do you know it's it's like i love my home like i, I have a vegetable garden i mean these it's are
0: perks that you yeah. can't get in new york most of the time exactly um well, what about the industry aspect of it? I mean, I, I've been lucky enough. I grew up here in in New York, and I've been lucky enough to stay here uh, for the six hundred years I've been living. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I do feel like I mean, I like to visit LA, but like, yeah. the industry is a little overwhelming. Is it, is is it a little bit? much sometimes to kind of like because you want you want some space from that sometimes
1: but here's the thing your life is what you want your life to be right Right. so my friends they are not necessarily in the in the industry
0: you don't like pour over you don't talk hey did you see variety this morning no that sounds like 10 years old no one looks at variety anymore i
1: know that's how that's how i feel (laughs) at least i hope (laughs) Whenever there's a bad review in it i'm like i hope nobody reads it anymore right right um no i you know what i mean like so i i just the new york can be just as Right. grinding if you know yeah if you it
0: depends to. On, on the kind of life you, yeah. you carve out i guess um so let's let's talk a little bit about about the bridge which congr- congratulations as we tape this um we're uh getting knee-deep into season two yeah. which is got to be exciting for you that it uh y- you know you never know when you um launch a new series it's tough to get it off the ground and get the kind of acclaim you guys have gotten um were you were you dragged into tv were you op- open arms into tv what was kind of your attitude about taking on a tv series
1: I was excited about uh, doing a cable show. I'm not sure I, I'm cut out for nine months of s- you know slave work on a, on a network show honestly like cause jo- you know Josh has b- been on many TV shows and that schedule is just not something I think I could sustain. Yeah. but I think it's a really exciting time you know everybody's talking about it how f- especially for women, the worlds in television are just so much better and yeah. um, this was a really cool group of people I feel like and it's been s- creatively, sp- so satisfying you know i'm part of so much more of the process than a m- in a movie right um, i'm involved in many more aspects of it and i love it,
0: I mean, it we did just uh, i just had um like Carrie russell was in here yeah. last week and, and yeah you do hear i mean she's the same, said yeah. the same kind of thing yeah. i mean like and you know you see talented actresses like halle berry going to mm. tv where like again 10 years ago it would have been insane to think people like yeah. you or Hallie would like do a television show um I mean, that's great, and it's also kind of a bummer, too, about where we're at in in film where there are so few and far between roles for.
1: Yes, and no. You know, I I try not, I I think um, I'm not one of those people that looks back and thinks, oh, things were better, you know, back then. Right. Um, Because the movies are what they are, they're big spectacles, and, you know, I love to go see Spider Man in 3D. Sure. But at the same time when I want when I want to watch a movie even that I want to think about and that is challenging, I'd rather watch it at home uh, you know right. I, and and that's clearly what most people feel like right. and also you know I'm not eighteen or twenty five their whatever their whatever their age group is that they're gearing towards those movies you right. know and and I have a life. I don't want to you know if I come home from work, the last thing I want to do is I like get out movies again
0: totally so, so c- coming I'm curious because like you know looking at, at the kind of the arc of a career and like to see like kind of like the, the you know the upticks at least in terms of like recognition obviously you, th- you look at something like Troy which was like a huge thing and Inglourious bastards mm. which was an amazing uh, both box office and critical success um, was it I mean did you feel like out of each of those opportunities better opportunities came or was it kind of an eye-opener that like oh I still have to fight I still have to like tr- try and find the cool stuff I thought it would be an easier road after this, but it never gets easier. Or maybe it only <laughs> does get a little bit easier.
1: Um, you know, it's 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 never an easy road because no career is like the the next. Right. And the roles that you hope for yourself are sometimes just clearly not within your reach. Or directors that you want to work with don't necessarily have the desire to work with you. Right. You know, so – there's always this battle of trying to create those opportunities for yourself and, and then try and pick and choose carefully, you know. And, yeah. and that's that's really the hardest part of it all um, because when you're in it, obviously, you don't have the objectivity that you need to, like, say, oh, this is a bad move. And I try to make decisions based with my heart Um but that's not always possible, you right. know. It's, I don't know.
0: H- has it changed then? In, in has like the algorithm changed? Is it still kind of instinctual and bu- and and judging from the heart, or do you are you more calculating about the kind of the stuff that you take? Or
1: no, it still is. But now you know maybe also because of the bridge and that's filming for four and a half months. I don't feel like I have to find the next gig right. quite as as fast as I used to. Right. Um, also, you know, I make. F- French films, and um, that's always been great for me. And I'm um, the next thing I'm going to do is a French movie. So I'm, I've always felt like I've been a working actress, no matter what. Right. But um, as I grow older, I want I have more experience to bring into well to my roles, you yeah. know. And that's always, especially for women, um, you know, as older you get, the roles are less. The, uh, less, less of them in sure. general, you know, but yet as an actor or an actress, you're much more capable. Right. Right. And that's the eternal battle.
0: You, you, me- you mentioned, you know, going back to, to French films, uh, you obviously speak English better than me, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't hard. Um, French, German, mm-hmm. presumably. Yep. So did you grow up learning all three?
1: No, I grew up learning German, obviously, and uh, English from the time I was like eight. Okay. Yeah. And then French. I never studied French in school. I learned Latin, um, which I guess helps you with languages. Right. And then, do so you s- French. Do you often
0: speak Latin around the house. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I, I <laughs> recite my Iliad like. <laughs> once a week
0: well you got to keep it fresh and you
1: gotta keep it fresh <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no that was a mistake but eight years of latin <laughs> total waste of my time
0: <laughs> uh, say, wait like 30 seconds ago you said it's a good building block that's what people thing.
1: say i'm still trying to figure out if that was you're true still not, rationalizing that yeah, horrible I'm mistake <laughs> pretty much i wish i'd studied french because i don't write it very well okay um I, I sort of taught myself how to read i went to drama school in france okay but um, you know, I, and I speak it like I could fool you. People, even yeah. in France, think that I'm French. That's impressive. But you know, as soon as I have to write a text, they're like, Who "Are you five? <laughs> or do you have a problem?" <laughs> that yeah, know about? <laughs> clearly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, do you dream in French, German, English, Pig Latin, Latin? You, you... Latin
1: <laughs> only in Latin.
0: You are a very unique person. Yes,
1: there you go. <laughs> That'd be amazing.
0: Um, but do you – I mean, what's what, What's the default like when you
1: – I think um, mostly English because that's what I speak most mostly you, yeah. now. But when I'm in France, I mean, I happen to dream in French sometimes.
0: What is, why is it – I mean, this, this sounds like an obnoxious American question, but why is it important to, to, to return to French films for you? Is it uh, based on what – you know, making your life in Paris or is it just the kind of filmmakers that are working in mm. French films or what?
1: it's a little bit of, of all of that I yeah. think I'm European and so I feel very connected to the stories that you know the cinema is so different in Europe as it is right. than it's here um, and I, I love both sides you know but French film to me is why I wanted to become an actress and uh, I just love French filmmakers they're eccentric and crazy but on, and a lot of the times they write their own scripts you know which is also really rare here Right. Um, and so they're they're like God in France. If you're an actor, you know you you get chosen by a director. Like, the producer has no- nothing to say.
0: Well, speaking of uh, one of those kind of gods, like I remember, uh, I've only interviewed him once, but it was a huge thrill for me because growing up, Luc Besson was somebody mm. who, like, I just worshipped. I know he he had kind of a an impact in your career too, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, he gets credit- credited for more than than he deserves. Okay, well, then let's, let's, but, uh, let's, uh, no, let's pull him down a peg. No, well, no. <laughs> I mean, Luc Besson is amazing. Um, he. When he was casting, the, or looking for The Fifth Element, um, and uh, he hadn't met Mila yet. And so he was, I think he'd seen a picture of me in a magazine, and he asked me to come in and, and meet with him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't speak French at the time. So he just, I guess, I, I said, you know, I'm, I'm not an actress. I don't know what do you really want from me. I don't you know how to act. And um, he proceeded. I, and I was very a very young 16. like okay. I was very green. And um, he, so we were in an office just like this, and he started telling me this horrible story about his grandmother dying. I mean, it was just, and it was really awkward because I didn't know this man, obviously. And so, I started crying, and he was like, "Yes, that's good. Wait," and he started like filming me. And obviously he didn't give me the role, um, but he said, you know, you, I think you should be an actress rather than a model, You know, also I'm not very tall. He's like, I think you should try this, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then years later, when I went to drama school, he gave me my second job, which was a terrible movie, but still, it well, was yeah. a job, and so I'm eternally
0: grateful. Did his grandmother actually die, or did he just use I that n- to try it? I don't know.
1: I I feel like he lied. I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> ask him. I didn't speak French, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> Just give a thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. Alive, dead. No, it, was,
1: it was a sad story.
0: <laughs> did, um, I mean, you, you, you mentioned modeling. I mean, did, did that help in any way, acting? Do you use any of those muscles for acting, <laughs> or was it uh, totally apples and oranges?
1: I think that's apples and oranges. Because yeah. when you're an a-, a model, you, you know, pose for the camera, trying to look your best at all times. And acting's kind of, you know, the opposite of that. You, right. You, I mean, the camera's there. But, um, and arguably more vulnerability you yeah, show the and better. the more I mean, <laughs> yeah and the more flaws or the m- more vulnerability sh- you show, the better actor you are going to be you know, right. so
0: uh, yet I do still see you I mean you obviously uh, people talk about your fashion style yeah. a lot <laughs> and um, I see you at like um, at runway shows and stuff you, mm-hmm. you enjoy that like wh- from your perspective, what do you enjoy because I would not get much out of sitting in the front row a fashion <laughs> show.
1: I'm a girl, you know, <laughs> I feel like, why not, you know, one doesn't exclude the other, I, I'm not part, per se, of the fashion world anymore, but um, I'm very good friends with Karl Lagerfeld, right. and I I think he's a great artist in a way, you know, like, when, when I modeled, um, there's only a few really great designers, in my opinion, left, you know, like, yeah. um, when you see the work of someone like Yves Saint Laurent, or of Valentino, or Karl Lagerfeld, you know, it's, they changed the way women dress and it's right. it's a real art you know it's not so much about a commercial aspect to what they do and um i really appreciate that and i think for women but why not you know
0: my, my i was gonna say my, my limited interaction with carl i spent a, a brief period of time working at interview magazine right uh, and ingrid sishi the editor uh, at the time was buddies with carl with mm. and he would come by he's Quite, quite an eccentric, <laughs> character. interesting character. Oh my gosh! I, mean,
1: I know, I know. He's. I mean, we're neighbors in Paris, uh-huh. so I see him all the time when I'm there. And I just, you know, there's nobody like him. I mean, like he, he's just. He,
0: he might be a sweet man, but he looks to me like he should be a, a James Bond villain. Like he, he He thinks
1: he's a James Bond villain. He just <laughs> sent me a picture of, of him sitting in like Mr. No, you know, in that in that yeah. seat with his cat. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That was my Christmas gift. Choupette and me. We wish you a very, a very Christmas.
0: And one year from now, I shall take over the planet. Pretty much. Well, kinda has, <laughs> yeah, he kind of has. He kind of has.
1: But it's kind of weird because I have it like framed in my my bathroom, and Carl stares at me. Amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, pace-wise of uh, uh, a television show, was that? I uh, mean, you talk about Josh. I mean, network shows, 24 episodes—that's yes, insanity. too much. Yeah. Especially an hour-long drama like he did. Yeah. has done a few times. Um, is this manageable or is it still kind of like because I heard you in another interview talk about one of the new things that must be interesting for you is like you're dealing with one script and another script comes in and mm. you kind of have to juggle that in your brain and that's mm-hmm. that's a different thing it's a different way it of working. is it's
1: exhausting you know uh, I think it's exhausting for not just for that I mean it's it's interesting because as the lead of a show you know it's me and Demian Bashir and um, we're we're We get the scripts earlier than most people, and so, you know, they ask us to to give notes that are sometimes addressed, sometimes not. Um, But also, you know, you take on this role of sort of the leader of the pack because so many people come in and out, and the only constant usually is him and I. Right, even directors come and go. Directors, but also co-stars that come and have a really big part in an episode, but then they're gone, and it's sort of our job to make them feel comfortable and – it's just there's a lot going on. I'm—I'm I'm not unhappy that I'm done in two weeks. I'm <laughs> well, going not to mention—not
0: to mention. I mean, uh, obviously, for those that have seen the show, um, well-known, you, you know, you play a character with Asperger's, yeah. and and that must—I mean, among the many challenges of something like that—is it must—that inhibits one's. I mean, I'm not an expert on someone with Asperger's. Mm-hmm. You probably know better than me by now. But like, you can't—I would think—react in the moment as you would to things. Right. You can't be instinctual because mm-hmm. that is an inhibitor. That's right. Of yeah. their personality. And that's that's a that's that must be difficult.
1: It is. I the the first couple of weeks every season, I mean we're in season two, but um it, it was very difficult to get Mac into it, you yeah. know, and, and to find the right balance and be true to someone who lives with Asperger's. The good news is for this season, I think you know, season one. We introduced all the characters, so I think the, the every character is a little bit more extreme, you know He's right. the Mexican. <laughs> she's this cop with Asperger's and now in season two. I feel like the writers um, and Elwood reeder my our producer showrunner has really given my character um, a big personal life and backstory so I'm, a, I'm able to show different emotions, you know, right. she has so many limitations
0: so I'm gonna go back for it for a little bit. I mean, I mentioned like you know, these hallmarks, like *Inglourious* and, and, and *Troy*. I mean, at the time, for instance, *Troy*, which was probably the the, the biggest scale-wise, like you know, worldwide phenomenon at the time, um, was that a huge audition when you went on and you knew like, and did you feel like from the start you were you were in the running? And was it and how big a moment is it to get a part like that in a in a big studio film like that at that stage in your career? Or was it no, like, that was my thing. second
1: film. It wasn't even a big thing. I I had no agent in Hollywood, and I was filming uh my first picture i think in montreal and um my french agent or my english agent said oh they're you know they're looking for girls why don't you put yourself on tap and literally that's what i did in my hotel room like you know had someone film an audition and i sent it in never thinking i would ever hear again and then it was like a long process like they flew me out and I came back. And then they're like, oh, we got to go back out.
0: Because that's one of the things where it's filmmakers, the studio weighs exactly. in. Brad probably weighs Everybody weighs in. Everybody kind of weighs
1: in. But I was sort of blissfully unaware of what was going on. You right. know? I was just like, well, can't they not make up their minds? Like, what is going on? You know.
0: <laughs> I'm Diane Kruger. This is my second film. Just well, figure the fuck no, out. No, it's just so different, <laughs> the
1: system in Europe. It's like you, yeah. you either – you know, get the job or you don't. Like They don't send it out to 5,000 different actresses, you know. If you get the script, they want you for the movie.
0: Does that does that steal you going forward for other auditions? Does it make it easier in the last decade to go on auditions, having been through that crazy, where you probably had to read six different times? Yeah. Is it a little easier, or is it still it's, kind of nerve-wracking and you hate it?
1: It depends on the role, you know, if you really want the role. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. And, yeah. you know, what I do think is weird, that, you're co- that the male co-star often has... Say of what his female co I
0: mean, that is interesting.
1: Honestly, that's something that I still can't get past. I, I don't understand that. And um, um, you know, it's it's a male driven industry, I guess. That
0: is crazy so to think about. Yeah. yeah. Did you, uh, speaking of um, amazing male stars, did you get a chance to spend some time with the amazing late Peter O'Toole? On, on I true? did. Yeah. T- talking about characters, he's somebody that's just like must have been a joy to be around and, and experienced like the vitality and. He was very yeah, he had a great yeah.
1: vitality, but he was he's a piece of work. He was not a piece of cake, you know? No, I can imagine. He was um he was he was great to watch, you know, when he was acting. But he you know, it's funny when you work with older actors like that who were who were that famous. I mean, he definitely commands that same attention and treatment. Well I'm sure
0: still in his mind he's Working with David well, Lean and Lawrence of Arabia. There he, you
1: go. And he is Peter <laughs> O'Toole, and he deserves it. Yeah. But, uh, it was, you know, for me being so green, I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: is, um, Inglorious um, from the start, from the first time I saw it. I, I mean, everybody fell in love with that one. I mean, the, you know, Quentin is obviously a genius. And, and that film has, for my money, five or six scenes that are mm. just amazing. Well, one of them I just wanted to talk to you about because it's truly one of my favorite scenes in the last 10, 15 years of, Film is is I guess the pub scene is the right uh, the tavern scene the yeah. tavern scene yeah, um, and kind of like also an introduction to Michael Fassbender who yeah. since then now we know like oh that's who, who that guy is, is yeah but he popped off of off the oh, screen yeah. there did you did you know who the hell this guy was before he got no, on the set no I mean I
1: knew he had done this one movie I think it was called Hunger right, right right and I knew that that had gotten a lot of attention in Cannes at the film festival um, so I knew he was going to be good but I didn't quite. You know, I didn't know how good he was really going to be. Right. Um, And it's the same with Christoph Waltz. You know, I'd never heard of Christoph Waltz, even though I'm German. Right. And um, I remember, you know, just being in the table read uh, and um, all these great actors. And you go, where the hell does he find these
0: people? Seriously. And Christoph uh, was, I think, probably about 50 or late 40s at the time. And it's sort of like, where do you find the greatest, one of the greatest actors? (laughs) No, seriously. Like.
1: 100%. 100%. And, uh, you know, it was it was just one of those moments where I think I remember, because I don't have that many scenes with uh, Christophe, our uh, first scene was that scene when I have the cast on. Right. You know, and I'm trying to lie to him. And he was having this crazy laugh. I don't know if you remember the scene. Of course, yeah. And even in the scene, I was, like, kind of taken aback. I was like, what the hell is this guy's deal? I thought he was, like, <laughs> making fun of me. Right. Like, for real. And so... I was kind of taken aback, and and I knew then, I was like, wow, this is like, we're watching something big. Here. Oh,
0: my, yeah. my, my stereotypical tweet last night after the World Cup was, that's a bingo. That's literally what I wrote. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Got a lot of favorites, I just have mm-hmm. to say. I did pretty well. I might want to get on Twitter, Diane. And just for you, I, I, might, <laughs> I might have to don't, join. Again, don't condescend to me. Wh- that <laughs> was, I was trying to flirt with you. Oh, thank you oh, very I much. See, that's why I've never done well with the ladies. Yeah, Maybe. Oh, my God, you're so angry. Yes, Those I'm German. Angry what are you talking eyes. about? <laughs> like she doesn't blink. She's just staring at me dead, <laughs> on, dead on. Watch out. <laughs> um, so you're you're almost out. You said a couple more weeks. You're, yeah. you're very much looking forward to that, clearly.
1: Yes, two more weeks. It's been a long – I mean, you know, it's great, but we're in the desert yeah. out in L.A., 110 at noon. Yeah. So it's been exhausting.
0: Um, one of the times I also visited you was on the set of The Host, which, speaking of, like – that was a that was that Albuquerque. Was that what that was? Yeah, that's not on anyone's high end list of places <laughs> to shoot. Let's be let's be frank. Let's be <laughs> honest.
1: I don't know. You know, was I it, love the con- I love the countryside. I love the like just the setting of yes. it. Yes. You know, I mean, would I want to live in Albuquerque? No, but like, there's <laughs> worse places to shoot. Let's put it that way.
0: Right. I want you to say Albuquerque sucks. That's that's all. On, that's I all I need to I don't think it
1: me. does. Why do you no, want me to say I'm things? that – no. <laughs> You know what sucked? Making a, bu- a movie in Bulgaria. That sucks. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Good to know. Why is that?
1: It's Bulgaria. <laughs> not that I don't like Bulgaria, but making a movie in Bulgaria was not, you know, just feeding yourself was a little right,
0: difficult. Right, right, right. Uh, Albuquerque too. I remember the, the food options were were limited.
1: Why no. are you like a crazy vegan? N- yeah, I look vegetarian. like a vegetarian. Yeah,
0: obviously. Look at my body. No, there's it's all nachos all the time.
1: Really. <laughs> they had no nacho maybe that's what it is that was i didn't the problem. have nachos
0: So you're not going to wedge in uh, a film cuz you kind of after 4 months of doing this you you kind of want to take a breather I would imagine. I'm definitely right? going to
1: take a month off yeah um and then like i said i'm going to make a french film
0: All oh, right, right right um in our remaining moments you might have noticed the strange Indiana Jones fedora sitting on my desk or maybe not Maybe I you were just staring at me intently trying I to I just i thought maybe you are weird me. I don't know Well there is that there is um that. these are random questions Okay would you like to pick a few and, okay. and see how we do
1: now let me grab a
0: hat. Here we go. Did you
1: prepare that before I came in? or a did hat? you have your assistant fold all these papers? I, I
0: wish I had an assistant. It's kind of you to think that. What do we Zombies got?
1: Zombies or vampires? You know, neither ones, but I would go with vampires. Why is
0: that? <laughs> They're kind of cooler. Zombies just want to... I don't, I lo- I don't like brains. to be
1: scared, so I don't like to watch zombie movies. Okay, fair enough,
0: fair enough.
1: Vampires, again, I guess.
0: You can deal with well, There's a romanticism to exactly. vampires. Yes, yes. Uh, let's continue. Do a couple more. More? Oh yeah, please.
1: Fun. My closest friends and family call me Krugs. Krugs. That's yeah, good. Krugs. I like it. It's also my favorite champagne brand. Okay, so <laughs> it works out well for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> let's <do> totally. It. <laughs> let's do it
0: rapid fire, and we'll, I'll let you uh, enjoy your vacation soon, hopefully. <laughs> yeah.
1: My favorite Halloween costume. Okay, so... There's a lot because I love Halloween.
0: Do you? You're a Halloween person? Totally. Okay.
1: Peter Pan was one of my favorites. I went as a, um, a as friend drasher and the nanny many years. <laughs> no, I really did.
0: Um, do you do a friend dressher nanny voice? <laughs> Mr. Sheffield.
1: <laughs> I do. It was my favorite show growing up. We were just talking about it. But I did her for Halloween a couple of times.
0: Wow. You should do friend dresser as Peter Pan. No, that's sick. <laughs> that's second just level. That's wrong.
1: Well, Um, I did Melanie Dietrich in the Blue Angel a couple years. That was nice. Um,
0: You know, they're looking to cast Peter Pan in a live musical on television.
1: But I can't sing, so that's not going to work out. No.
0: No. Unfortunately. Can you do one more? Yeah, sure.
1: Favorite cartoon character? Um, Well, Calvin and Hobbes. Okay. Because um, I have a cat called Hobbes, and I call
0: Josh Calvin because they play together like... Oh, ending on a sweet note. That is sweet. There you go. Uh, it's a real pleasure always to, to catch up with you. Thank Congratulations you. on the second Thanks season of so The much. Bridge.
1: It was really fun.